and welcome to the Bad Asian Podcast, the world's most inconsistent podcast. I'm your host, David Nguyen, and joining me, as always, is... It's me, Amran G. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. I was reading Kanye's tweets. Now I'm so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have to say all those things? <laughs> Amran, what's got you so upset? <laughs> I think Kanye's like, they're all right. <laughs> So I was waiting, waiting for you to make a noise for the two fingers that are going into somebody else's mouth because that's what Aziz does. Is that really a big thing still? I don't know, man. I feel like that was like the defining thing from his sexual assault case. The weirdest thing that stood out to me. I was just like, what the fuck is he doing with his fingers? I don't understand what he was trying to do with his fingers. A porn move? What's the move? You put two fingers in a girl's throat to test her gag reflex? I guess. You're the, you guys come from the same cultural background. <laughs> you should know. I, you're the porn connoisseur. I don't know. Every guy's a porn connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> I take a very all eyes matter approach when it comes to watching pornography. <laughs> we all watch porn. What's the two fingers for? I don't know. Two fingers salute. Anyway, um, where were we? Kanye? Um, yeah, that seems to be the scuttlebutt right now. Everybody is upset with Kanye. That he supports Donald Trump. Of all the things Kanye said, <laughs> this seems <laughs> to be the most upsetting to people. I feel like this is like the, the most out of touch that he's been. That's probably what it is. I'll say this. Uh, when Kanye tweeted out that thing about that one black woman, was her name Candace Owen? Yeah. He tweeted out, I love the way Candace Owens thinks. And Candace Owens is... She's kind of like an Ann Coulter kind of yeah. personality type person. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and everybody got upset about that because she is a black woman who has an alternative view of the struggles of black people. Mm-hmm. It's... Remember when Kanye made Taylor Swift cry and we all laughed? I don't know about you. I applauded. Well, we laughed, applauded, <laughs> we celebrated, we cheered, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, Kanye is uplifting a black woman and we're like, boo! <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's, it's not the right black woman, right? That's fair. So right now, I'm trying to learn how to compartmentalize what Kanye is doing so I can still enjoy and be entertained by Kanye. How much of this do you think is a publicity stunt? Because he has an album coming out in June. He's got like three albums. No, 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 two albums. One, his album's coming out. Then he's got an album with Cuddy coming out. And then he's he was producing Nas's album. And Tiana Taylor. Oh, really? And Pusha T. Damn. And his own. Yeah. You know what? Now that you've brought that up. I feel like it's just a it's a ploy. It's yes. a, it's an easy marketing move to be like, how do I get people to get mad at me and then talk about me, be angry about me, and then... They're all going to, I'm going to break all of the Spotify and Apple music records. You make a great point. I think lost in all this, we forget that he has access to Kris Jenner, the mastermind of publicity. Oh, good point. He is a, he's part of the Kardashian clan now. Right. Uh, So this totally stinks of Kris Jenner. Like when she forced that basketball player, Tristan Thompson, to cheat on Chloe <laughs> She's like, our show ratings are going down. You need yeah. to have sex with some strippers. Please go ahead. He's like, no, men are faithful. <laughs> this goes against everything we believe in. 
<laughs> said, do it. <laughs> he was like, only for my future child. <laughs> you want to provide, don't you? <laughs> go cheat. Yeah, go cheat. Go cheat. I'm going to release this footage of, of some lady yeah. touching your crotch two years ago. Okay. And use it as corroboration. Take acting lessons so you look like you're really into it. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes back, did I do good, Chris? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Kanye, go support Trump. <laughs> so I can't. <laughs> Republicans don't care about black people. I said that. I said that. <laughs> Shut up. Go make this money. Listen, Kanye, Barbara Bush died yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and George Elder Bush is probably going to die this week. So Just Don't they say that there. when two people who are super in love, after one person dies, the other person dies very shortly? Yeah, I've heard that too. But my question is, what did they both love? Each other. Oh, I thought it was... Iraqi freedom. <laughs> I thought that was the second George. That's the son, but yeah. the son carries the legacy of the father. Yeah, but the father didn't really care about Iraqi freedom. Well, he cared about Iraq. He tried. No, he cared about Qatar. He cared about Iraq. No, wait, Kuwait? One of those small countries. It was Iraq. They invaded Iraq, but that's because Iraq invaded a small country. I want to say it was Qatar. Qatar, I don't think is close, but I'm not sure. It was Kuwait. Wait, where's Kuwait? Whatever. They both loved oil. Yes. <laughs> they were all after that oil I don't money. think Barbara Bush really cared about oil like that. Barbara Bush. But I know... Do you think when your girlfriend dies, you'll die shortly after her? Or will you live long? I plan on life. living forever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Or are you going to be like, hey, uh, you'll, be, you'll meet me in heaven shortly, right? It's like, ooh, listen, <laughs> I got a lot of tour dates coming up. Listen, I've been working out a lot, and I've been eating clean, so um, my kidneys are fine. So I did not go on a keto diet just so I could die shortly after you die. Right? <laughs> Nobody told you to eat that brownie. Right. I'm burning fat right now. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm doing burpees. Right. <laughs> We're born alone. We die alone, okay? We go to heaven alone. We're not even going to the same heaven. Say, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Say hi to your God for me. <laughs> Say hi to your false God. <laughs> what about you? When your girlfriend dies, you think you're going to try to follow her? I think I'm going to die first. That's the plan. Oh, I see. How, how's that the plan? If women tend to outlive men. Yeah, I read that somewhere too. Yeah, and black women tend to live their spou- outlive their spouses. Okay. So, you know. That's that's my girlfriend's problem. I'm gonna be <laughs> nah saying dead. You're like, dude, I'm just gonna eat this cheeseburger. I'm gonna die early anyway. And I'm gonna be like, you're not allowed to date anybody after me. <laughs> Don't ever find any happiness with another man. I will haunt you. You'd be a very petty ghost. The, yeah, all ghosts are petty. That's that's why they're around. <laughs> Get out of my house. Exactly. <laughs> Slabby cupboards at night. <laughs> Shutting off lights. Yeah. Uh, Wearing outdated clothing. Why? Fucking up electronics on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, it goes over super petty. And, and that's how I plan on being. I've already communicated this to her, so I don't want her to find any happiness with any other man after me. Okay. Regardless of how young I die. So if you die tomorrow, you're still going to be like, I want you to live No, because we're not married yet. Oh. Once I'm married, then... She- we make that vow. Is that going to be your vow? That's going to be my vow. <laughs> uh, once we get married, if I ever die. You know how like the vows are like in sickness and in health till death do us part? Yeah. I was like, no, beyond, <laughs> beyond the gonna grave. Be, it's going to be till your death <laughs> yeah. do we part. Yeah. <laughs> However, if she dies first, all bets are off. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, I can't 
continue life like that. <laughs> she is a strong black woman. She has that strength in her. And you are a weak Asian man. Yes, thank you. <laughs> you recognize that immediately. My ego is fragile. Um, I'm not that. I, I don't have that strength in me. Do you? I don't think so either. Yeah. Would you allow your girlfriend to date after you die? After I die, I don't give a fuck what happens. Okay. Climate change, I don't care. I'm dead. Can she do brown face after you die? (laughs) (laughs) She can do it at my funeral. I don't care. I am dead. Hilarious. I am dead. If she wants to do my entire act in brown face, go for it. She has my blessing. You don't want any kind of legacy to continue? That's what a child is. What if she kills your child? Oh. Do you care after you die? <laughs> That'd be kind of rough. <laughs> but I wouldn't know because I'd be dead. You don't believe That's in That's why that I want to name a library after myself. Yeah. What if she burns that library down? Oh, that's Like, just... I'm saying, like, you're going to set up a legacy. Mm-hmm. You say you don't care after you're dead. Mm-hmm. But what if you know at, at, immediately after you die, she's going to destroy your legacy, burn everything, salty earth, make it as if... And Ranji never had any impact. She ain't going to do that. Right. But if she did, yes. then I don't know what I'd do. I'm trying to figure it out right now. I've never, I've never put But you wouldn't be okay with that. it. No, of course not. Why would, why would anybody be okay with it? You just your... said, I don't care what happens to me after I die. But obviously, you do care that now, now I something do. happens. Actually, you know what? If I, I, once I'm dead, I don't give a shit. But you just said I, I just changed my mind. All right. My I, mind can flip-flop. I... Well, I just want some consistency yeah, out of yeah, you, yeah, and yeah. you always flip as soon as I challenge you your one little thing. <laughs> no, Granted. you know what? Actually, I would like to build my legacy, but if my legacy falls apart by her burning that shit down, then it falls. How about if your child burns it down? Then it's like, sure. It's like, ah, fuck this brown part of me. I want no, <laughs> I white. <laughs> Bleach my skin. My last name isn't Ibrahim. Oh, you would give your child your last name? Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to create a new last name? No. Okay. Would you? No. But again, I'm petty, patriarchal. Yeah. Very traditional. You are very new aged. No, I don't. Very I modern, don't, very progressive. I don't. Very woke. Your girlfriend's a little bit more woke than my girlfriend. I don't think so. I think so. I feel like she'll have her own wave. She's like a little bit more feminist. She's like, Emron, that's all part of a ancient ritual. We don't need to subscribe to this. We're going to create... She, no, she would say something like that, and I'd be like, that's fine, <laughs> yeah. but my parents are here, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's like, our new child... You knew what you signed up for. So, no, fuck that. No. It's like, our new child, their name will be apple cider vinegar. No, fuck that shit. <laughs> fuck that noise. I'd be so like, give uh, it the most Bay Area name. <laughs> <laughs> Avocado toast. <laughs> Ibrahim. <laughs> Because you're going to be filing, filling out the paperwork anyways Because she's going to be passed out, uh, exhausted after giving childbirth And you're going to be like, let's change everything Yeah Muhammad <laughs> Muhammad, Muhammad, Muhammad The third, the third. <laughs> So, yeah. can you still enjoy Kanye? I think so I mean, like to Are me Are you still excited? Because I feel like, I kind of wish he tweeted this stuff after he dropped his album. After he dropped the Cuddy album and his album, because Tiana Taylor, Nas, and Pusha T, I could... Here's... It's fine that they The released. reality of this is I don't give a fuck about any celebrity's politics. But you kind of do. I don't... Like, he, if he supports Trump, he mm-hmm. supports Trump. That's his right. But on the flip side, it's like, I don't base my political opinions off of anybody, off of Jay-Z, 
I don't base it off of Kanye or Beyonce or any of that ilk. You know what I mean? But when you're listening to music, do you, what if he's like, if young Metro don't trust her, I'm a shit show, vote for Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would have a problem. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What if his new music is infused with alt-right narratives? Oh, then it's done. I I was trying to think that like, usually. What if the beats fire though? Doesn't matter, man. Doesn't matter. What if the bars are hot? Oh, that'd be horrible. Yeah, what if he comes out as a flat earther next <laughs> then? Are you done with Kanye? Nah. I, I mean, because uh, is Cuddy a flat earther? No. Oh, I don't what, think so. One of the, somebody was a flat earther. Whatever. Oh, I was thinking B.O.B. Yeah. Um, everybody's entitled to their opinion. I just don't think it's correct. This is how much people love Kanye. <laughs> that they're willing to look the, past it. They are giving him so much slack because he made graduation and late registration and college dropout. 808 and heartbreaks. 808 heartbreaks. Uh, That's how see. much they love Kanye. My twisted dark fantasy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jesus is like, hey, okay. yeah, Jesus was trash. <laughs> uh, and then the life of Pablo was I. Yeah. But that's how much they love Kanye. Where people are tweeting out, it's like Kanye clearly is off his meds. Kanye clearly has some kind of mental issue. They're trying to rationalize his behavior right now. Maybe you know what it is. But I like think, maybe this is just the new Kanye. I think he likes Trump. Because Obama called him a jackass, <laughs> and Trump did not. Trump talked to him, and so he's like, "Oh, I like Trump because Trump gave." Because Kanye is all about ego, right? Kanye's ego is his main driving factor. So the fact that the president, President Obama, called him a jackass, it probably like he's like, "Fuck!" He's probably him and Trump are on the same wavelength. They're all driven by ego, and they both don't like Obama. What is it about Obama that they don't like? I don't know. Because Obama was just oh, like, is it fuck because, you guys. Is it because uh, before Obama in Chicago, Kanye it was all was Kanye, the, like, yeah, it was and all now, Kanye, now, and now it's now. all Obama. But then he also loves Chance. He does, and he loves Common. But hmm. I don't know. But I feel but, like... You know, but maybe they respected Kanye, and Obama was like, no. I blame Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> I blame the VMAs. If they just gave it to Beyonce like they should have, this would yeah. never happen. But then we wouldn't have gotten my... Dark twisted, twisted fantasy. fantasy. Yeah. So worth it. I like I said, I think this is a publicity stunt. And even if he does support Trump, it's like what he's not voting. Do you think this is And the- who's who's he gonna influence? Do you think like other people are really out there listening to Kanye's well, music I and were like, I was gonna vote for whomever, like Bernie Sanders, but then he said Trump, so I'm gonna vote for Trump. Well, I think right now with Trump and the current political climate, it is very divisive and people are very resistant against anything that normalizes Donald Trump. Kanye being one of the most influential people in the world, Mm -hmm. undeniably, like his music has an effect on everybody, his fashion, his sneakers, all that trickles down. It normalizes whatever Trump's agenda is, not only to the general public, but... To the black community, I think. Do you... He said he likes Donald Trump. He did not specify that he likes Donald Trump's policies. doesn't matter. People aren't that nuanced. He might just like Donald Trump as a person. Again, people are not that nuanced. People... Yeah, so the people on the left... I mean, this is one of the things that people will draw a line in the sand. So with R. Kelly, he peed on a girl. Mm Mm-hmm. He likes to bang underage women. He started a sex cult. Yeah. And, but he made remix to Ignition. Right. 
and will still listen to that song. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Michael Jackson. He molested a bunch of little kids, mm-hmm. and we still love Michael. But Kanye, being somewhat conservative, people are like, no, I can't. It's like I'll I'll deal with pedophilia. That's I can overlook that. But conservatism, no, nah, fuck that agenda. It's more destructive. I feel. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely choosing the lesser of two evils to to rally against. So you, but so I still conservatism stand by, is more destructive than pedophilia. No, no, no. I'm saying the other way around. I'm saying like they're looking at pedophilia and letting that go, and then they're siding with Kanye. They think like pedophilia is not as bad as supporting Donald Trump because Donald Trump is not. Donald Trump is in their face, whereas pedophilia a lot of times is just kind of skirted around and nobody really wants to talk about it. It's not in the media in the same way. And to be honest, is like the people that pedophilia affects is a very more narrow scope, whereas a conservative agenda, if you disagree with the conservative agenda, <laughs> affects more people. Yeah. But Kanye is, seems to be just on a wave where he's like, I support free thinkers. Yeah. And I, free thinkers are people who think the opposite of everybody else. Like, I, I think he just likes contrarians. Maybe. Maybe he just it. likes contrarians because he's surrounded by yes men all the time. And so... Who do you think are yes men? Whoever he hangs around. Pusha? No, I don't think he hangs out with Pusha T like that. I don't think he really hangs out with anybody except his wife and his kids. And they're all yes men. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's a bigger yes man than your child. <laughs> Fucking grow I feel backbone. like, but you're a rapper, though. People come after you all the time. Who really comes after Kanye? Jay-Z. Yeah, and then what does Kanye do? Cry on stage. <laughs> <laughs> no, he dyes his hair and hangs out with Trump. <laughs> do you think Kanye is truly in the sunken place? Have you seen that movie? Get Out? Yeah. Okay. Do I think he's in the sunken place? I don't think he ever recovered after his mom died. I don't know if he's in necessarily a sunken place. I think the sunken place is Calabasas. <laughs> Let's see who else is from Calabasas. No, ever, no, ever since he moved to Calabasas, he's never been the same. Well, that's because there's no. I mean, there are some black people there. I've heard, and from that, I mean, one Jaden Smith interview where he's just like, "Oh, there's a couple black people here." No, it's uh, it's just Drake with a bigger pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just it's hard, man. It's I don't it, think wait, he really. It's hard. No, I I think it's hard because he's. Probably cut off from where he grew up. So he's just, you know, he moved out. Mm-hmm. He's not around anybody of his ilk, anybody he raised around. I mean, that's what happens to immigrants, right? Once Immig- you make money, are you going to be a conservative? No, because I already am a conservative. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that much is noted. <laughs> I've been been Bobby Jindal from day one. <laughs> You guys can't see, but Emrod's putting on uh, skin bleachers. <laughs> you know? Some fair and lovely on my face right now. I'm getting nice and white. I'm getting ready for this Fox News agenda. That's what's going to happen. You're going to move to New York and do comedy. I'm going to move to New York and become a Fox commentator. You can definitely get an audience real quick. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, like any person of color who just comes out and goes like, stop being a victim. <laughs> you like, oh my God, we've been waiting for someone like you to say that. <laughs> And then I get on TV, and then you get on live TV, and then flip it. You should do that, like, like try key. to try to Just, WWE it, come yeah. in as a heel, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then turn face, and then turn face for the millions. 
like uh, wait until they invite you to the uh, Republican National uh, Convention. This is bullshit. You're all bullshit. <laughs> Fuck you. Blue team forever. And then just walk out. <laughs> so just gra- pound like two beers <laughs> yeah. on my face and throw them in the audience. Black Lives Matter. And then you take a knee. <laughs> <laughs> And get shot immediately. <laughs> they riddle you. With them. It's like burn his legacy. He them. Let me know. Where's that library? Burn it to the ground. Say his girlfriend did it. <laughs> did you see the trailer for Crazy Rich Asian? I have not. I saw the first. See, this is why indie people aren't Asian. I saw the first. I saw it on Instagram. I saw it all the way up to Constant Wu, and then I saw Jimmy O. Yang. Are you excited about this movie? I actually am, because it's like a, a bunch of people that I've known by proximity I or see. seen. Uh, so I'm How just is the Indian community reacting to this? Probably not at all. <laughs> see, that's what I figured. Not at all. But to me, I'm like, oh, Jimmy's in the movie. Like, for all your drum beating about how Indian people are Asian, when something like this comes out and you guys don't give it your full support as if it were like... What's that guy's name? You know, you can't make that assumption yet until the movie comes out. I've already made you it. You can't make that assumption until the movie comes out. I can make any assumption I want. That's how assumptions work, Emron. <laughs> we'll see what happens when the movie comes out. Then you can get on your soapbox. Fine. But if you guys are <laughs> showing out, dressing up in Singaporean. <laughs> no, we're not doing High end. We are not showing up in kimonos. <laughs> no, no, no. That's racist. <laughs> You, if you guys aren't showing out to like Burberry and LV with LV bags, <laughs> like rich Singaporean Gucci everything, yeah, exactly. This Singapore is Asian people's Wakanda. If you're not showing out like that, <laughs> that I don't ever want to hear Indian people go we're Asian. <laughs> Wait, do Indian people have a movie coming out? Mm, no, unless Hasan Minhaj is doing something. I don't think so. You see the Golden Boy right now? Yeah, him and Kumail. Mm-hmm. Him and Kumail are two. I know uh, Mindy Kaling has a new show out called Champions, but I haven't seen it. Nah. What happened to that one Chopra woman? Chopra? Oh, um, oh she, Priyanka Chopra? Yeah. They keep trying to make her happen, but I don't but, think it's going to happen. People won't show out for her, huh? Well, she's a she was a Bollywood actress, and then she took like hella English lessons out here, so like her accent's mostly gone. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Everybody I talk to, which is only like six people, every time they see her on TV, they're like, oh, it's cool that she's on TV, but she's a flop. God damn. That's <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> Wait, you guys don't call Kumail a fop? Because he's way more fobby. Because he has that accent. Yeah, but he's he's on, um, I think it, it boils down to pop culture. Because like, he likes X-Files. He likes comic book movies. He likes all that nerd shit. So he's... I guess seen more American than she is. I don't know. I think it's because she got big in Bollywood. She's like a, an established Bollywood actress that's trying to make it over here. So there are some people who I'm sure really do support her, but I'm from, like I said, the very limited pool of people. And by that, I mean six. That's what all I've heard. And I'm completely indifferent because I've only seen one episode of her show and it was terrible. You know what? I feel like you just said a lot of things without saying anything at all. Like you just wasted everybody's time. You just pulled all that out of your ass. There's no evidence for any of that. You are the goddamn worst. And that's why I'm going to be a great commentator on Fox. Uh, just awful. (laughs) 
So you excited about moving to New York? Is that what we're talking about now? We're gonna we can switch gears, or unless you had another point. Well, I was gonna ask you about the NBA playoffs. Okay, go for it. Are you watching the NBA? No. <laughs> did you see the new Venom trailer? I did. God damn you! I did not actually. Yeah. I I only saw pictures of Venom on on Instagram, and he looks terrible. You think he looks terrible? I, I think so. I think that costume in any real realistic way would just look dumb with those big teeth and those big <laughs> white eyes and a tongue that's like five feet long. It's just, it's not. Well, when the first uh, Venom incarnation came out, no people were mad that the tongue wasn't long enough. I, I just don't understand how it's going to be a military Tom Hardy movie. And then all of a sudden that pops out at some point. Okay. This was a mistake. We shouldn't have to talk about this at all. <laughs> Oh, for two. So, are you excited about moving to New York? Like, what is your plan when you move to New York? Because you're moving. When you, I mean, when are you moving? Definitively, July fifth. July fifth. Okay, and you're going to where in New York? I don't know yet. Oh, really? Do you have a place to stay? No, it's just still two months away. I don't even have a job yet. Okay, so can't say it's not imminent enough for me to like, have an opinion. So fine. Realistically, though, what are you, what are you the most scared about when you move out there? I don't know. I don't think I am scared. Okay, you're just ready to to move on. Right. I know there's gonna like I'm mentally prepared for hardship. Okay. Just in every aspect. Just in every aspect. So once because I mentally prepare myself for difficulties, mm-hmm. I feel like that takes away some of the scarier aspects of it. It's like mainly it's just going to be financial because you hear how yeah. expensive everything is yeah. and inclement weather, yeah. which I've never had to deal with, mm-hmm. and being away from your friends and family. Oh, that's right. So, I mean, I don't see my friends all that much and I don't see my family all that much. Yeah. So I'm good. Okay. And most of the time I'm at work and then after work I go do comedy yeah. and I, ha- I know people out there. So I'll be fine. I have a yeah. support network. Oh, did you hear about that Southwest flight? What's going on? Is an engine blew out? Yeah, the engine blew out, which was crazy. And then it went into the fuselage and then the lady got sucked out. What? Yeah. So there's this woman who, so like the engine nacelle, it like it, it went, it blew up and it exploded towards the fuselage. And then What's the pumped, fuselage? Sorry, uh, the cylindrical portion of the flight where the, you sit. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so the, the plane engine, part. The, <laughs> okay, so the engine, the front of it, you know those blades, the their blades, they're okay. they're called nacelles, and so um, one of them popped off. Did a bird fly in it? No, they're still trying to figure it out. It popped off, and then it flew. Was it a Lockheed Martin plane? No, it was not. Lockheed Martin does not make big planes like that. It was either I don't not know anymore. It was. it was either no, it's either a Boeing or an Airbus. It's one of those two. Yeah, fuck those garbage guys. <laughs> <laughs> if Lockheed Martin made a plane, it'd probably have guns on it. <laughs> <laughs> it would shoot any bird that got me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go on. So uh, the blade flew yeah, off. So the blade flew off into the fuselage or where the, the, the part where the people sit. Yeah. And um, it punctured a hole through the. Uh, the window, uh-huh. and one of the ladies that was standing by it like got sucked in, 
and she was like her the top half of her body was outside of the fucking plane at thirty thousand feet, and then the the pilot brought the plane down mm-hmm. to a lower uh, pressure level, and they brought the lady in, and she was dead. Oh shit! I didn't know yeah, she died. She died, man. Of asphyxiation. I or trauma. I don't know yet. I don't. I don't know. Was All it know uh, like she flight died. attendant? No, it was uh, one of the passengers. Well, she it was some, standing like, up. I think it was just like, you know, you're free to move about the cabin, or like she was like standing up trying to get out of her seat. Right. And then the hole got punctured, and then immediately she just got, <laughs> she just got stuck out there. Yeah, that would that would do it. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, at thirty thousand feet, she probably did die of asphyxiation. But everybody else, like, you know, their little masks came down. I was always wondering, like, if it was the other way around, like, if her legs got sucked out somehow, if, like, the mask had come down, if mm-hmm. somebody would have put it on her face, if she would have been okay. No, they had to, like, put it on themselves first. <laughs> and then they put it on their head. Like, you have to wait, lady. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, this air, is the air. instructions. This is the, you are not my child. You yeah. help yourself. <laughs> they're, going through the, they're going through that emergency card. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. what do I do again? <laughs> put my safety vest on. Pull. Hold on, I gotta pump this up first. <laughs> How do you turn this light on? How do you turn this light on? Yeah, so anyway, the lady passed away. <laughs> We're jackasses. Um, but yeah, and so the pilot landed the plane, but the crazy thing is like the nacelle has a, um, the engine itself has a safety feature behind it. Right. I thought a lot of planes can get by with just one engine. It's not that. It's usually when the, the nacelle of something like that happens, it's designed to explode outward. You know what I mean? Like the projectile and everything, the engine's designed to blow out as opposed to blow towards the actual plane. Blow out. What so, do you mean blow out? So like uh, an engine sucks in air and then it, it goes through the process and it produces thrust out behind so it. So behind it. Yeah. So it's, it's supposed to blow behind. It's supposed to blow behind it. Yeah. Killing and the poor people <laughs> first class, you'll be fine. No, no, no. It blows behind it, so it doesn't touch the plane at all, but the debris will fall on wherever they're flying over. But also, the, the thing blows out backwards where all the poor people sit. <laughs> Theoretically, the pilot in the first class, that's why you pay extra for first class of business. They don't sell, they don't upsell that part. <laughs> Actually, the safest part of a plane is over the wing. Over the wing. Makes sense, too. Which, which is exactly where the lady was, like, approximately right over the wing, because it blew up on the engine and it hit the fuselage. So what you're saying is aisle seats from now on. What I'm saying is don't ever fly. Oh. Southwest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they grounded all of their planes. They've put everything down on the ground, and I don't know. It's There's a lot of reasons that this could have happened, but it's not 100, nobody's 100% sure yet. What is your best guess? Birds? I think it might be um, skimping on maintenance. Oh, because Southwest they turn around flights really quickly, and this I have no basis for this at all. God damn it! <laughs> but they turn around flights really quickly, like when you get off, uh, like within maybe like a, I think a half hour or forty minutes or something like that. Like then they want to board the next plane and like let it go off. Because mm-hmm. um, I remember reading about pilots complaining that when they uh, work for Southwest, they actually have to help clean the fuselage with the. Um, or like the seating area. I would bitch about that. It's yeah. like, yo, I, mean, I went to like, pilot like, school, yeah, not fucking cleanup like, school. Yeah, exactly. It's like, this is a flight attendant job. This is a... Oh, you think it's a flight attendant job? Yeah, is that it is an it? attendant okay. job. They have to clean up. I thought then, that was a separate cleaning crew, but okay, that makes sense too. Uh, they help. I mean, they're the ones who pick up all the trash and then like, I think maybe there might be a cleaning crew that takes like the trash out. No, this makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did that and so the pilots have been complaining. So it might be... 
you know, with all these budget carriers trying to cut costs, that uh, somebody cut too much cost, and now people are suffering. That's what happens when you have um, penny pinchers, like accountants. Yeah. Because in corporations, you have visionaries. It's like, I want to do these dope, amazing things for people. Right. And then they always bring in an accountant who'll be like, mm, it's too expensive. Mm, this is how we can save money. We can make we, the shareholders one more dollar yeah, if we exactly. do it this way. Exactly. Yeah, why, why is everybody always obsessed with making shareholders more money? Like, why is that always the end goal? Because the shareholders are the ones who invest the most money and they need the most returns and they are the ones who get votes to decide which direction the company goes in. But my thing is, I just, we live in a capitalist society, so yeah, there yeah, yeah. are always so in like, constant competition. So whatever the objective of a company is, the underlying, um, the real goal is always to make more money. Right. Because you can't make the same amount of money you did one year to another. Why? Again, capitalist society. <laughs> all right, that's that's what I was trying to figure out. Is just like, why is it always pushing like the shareholders, the shareholders, the shareholders? At what point are you like, yo, Apple is a trillion dollar company. I think we have enough money. Let's do something else. With What's enough money? money? A it's trillion ne- dollars. <laughs> it's never going to be enough, Emran. I think that's part of culture. It's part of it is greed, but yeah. you can argue that all this forces innovation forces the culture to move forward because with say your company mm-hmm. boeing sure like you watch this happen and now the shareholders are mad <laughs> okay <laughs> and it's like we can't have this happen again we gotta make better engines or fire all the poor people <laughs> so that i don't know we save more money yeah i don't I mean, it would make more sense to fire the, like, if the company's top-heavy, to fire all the high-level managers and promote their well, number two uh, in command to a lesser price. It feels to me that shareholders are the ones who are constant. The okay. CEO and executives, they can get canned all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's whoever... Has- I'm just trying to figure out, like, why are the shareholders the most important? It's like it's weird because we have this cu- like culture where the customer is always right, but then mm-hmm. when you look at it from a company perspective, they're always like, "Man, fuck the customer." It's the shareholders that we're trying to make happy. Yes, and that discrepancy I've never understood. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it feels because they say the customer is always right, but I don't think that's I think that's bullshit that they tell customers. Well, here's where the in thing: reality, in, it's just they want shareholders to be happy. In the if you pull back a little bit more, shareholders are the biggest customers. Because they're the ones with the money. Because they're buying companies. Yeah, they're buying companies. So that customer is always right. That but, makes sense. I mean, you invest enough money in something, <laughs> and people are, you, you want people to make you happy. Yeah. You don't even invest that much money. You want people to make you happy. Yeah. Fair point. So, but I don't know. There's no way to, there's no alternative Unless we destroy the financial base, I mean, you can always start your own, <laughs> you can always start your own company and run yeah. it however you want, right? But again, like, where's the financing coming from? Like, there's no self financing company. It's all investors from outside. I think. Well, you can be privately funded, but you're not going to get. 
pretty far. Because once you start to grow, everybody's going to want bigger shares of the pie. Everybody's going to want to have more money. Yeah, I guess if it's not not shareholders, it's investors, right? Same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, all those venture. Because I was trying to figure out how it works in a startup. And yeah, it's the same way where they're trying to make their investors happy. Correct. Yeah. So whoever writes the checks, whoever cuts the checks. They're the ones who got to be happy. So yeah, I don't know what Southwest is really going to do. Um, I don't, I feel like a person getting sucked out of a plane is kind of big news, but I think they can, they'll be able to bounce back. People really like Southwest. Yeah. People really like Southwest. Cause it's a, it's a budget carrier that doesn't feel too budget. No, it feels budget. <laughs> Not compared to, um, what like Delta is doing now where it's like economy plus, but not economy plus. It's like economy. Basic economy. Yeah. And basic like economy. economy. Yeah. 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 That shit is ridiculous. Well, there's Southwest is, you you know what you're getting with Southwest and they make it a comfortable environment for you. Okay. Now a budget carrier to me or ultra budget carrier, if you will, is like Frontier, Spirit, maybe Wow. Alaska? No, Alaska is just a regular carrier. Because Alaska, they have a proper uh, Right. Alaska brought out, bought out Frontier. No, they brought out Virgin. No, they also brought out. Frontier. No, they didn't. They didn't? No. I'm going to look that up. I think they did. So with Frontier and Spirit and WoW, they mm-hmm. nickel and dime you for everything. So if you want a carry-on, you have to pay for that. If you want, um, you know that tray that folds down? Yeah. <laughs> you have to pay for that. Whereas, <laughs> <laughs> say, at an Alaska company, you get a drink and you get one carry-on. So yeah, I think with a with Frontier, it's trying to reduce weight so that you save fuel. Uh, there's a lot of that that I don't understand where they try to dump some fuel sometimes. Hmm? So when they fly, uh, the the worst thing is weight. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can. So they play this game where it's like, how far can we fly on the least amount of? It's not the least amount of fuel, but like the least fuel in the tank. And so they do that back and forth Mm -hmm. and they have enough that they don't usually fuck up too bad. Or if they fuck up really badly, they'll just land somewhere Mm -hmm. and then say like, oh, we're having a maintenance issue, but they really just need more fuel. But I don't think that happens that often. That's not going to change your flying habits at all. Any, is it? No. Yeah. I didn't think so. I don't, I don't really think people are going to, unless a plane like exploded, Mid-air. Even then, I think people would still be like, oh, I still need... I mean, people still need to fly. Of course. So I don't think... Car car accidents happen every day. Yeah, I don't think any... I don't think... Southwest is going to take a hit, obviously, in their share prices. No, they actually didn't. It's yeah, fine. They'll be fine. It's fine. They'll be fine. Let's see. What would have to happen for... People to stop flying? Yeah, like, they dragged... A man out of an airplane and <laughs> people still fly United. I know. It doesn't matter. I feel like the only reason people would stop flying is if a new mode of transportation was better and cheaper. False. You don't think so? No. The only way people will stop flying... I mean, yes, you're right. But that is... I don't, I don't see any way people will stop flying unless... North Korea has jets just flying through America, <laughs> shooting down airplanes. 
I don't know if uh, Star Trek transporter or technology. Or if all the birds got together it's like, yo, fuck this human. This guy belongs to us. <laughs> Let's do this. Flying me? If we had transporter technology, I feel like people would stop flying immediately. Transporter technology? Yeah, it's like you get into a pod and then you beam somewhere else and then you, you're there. Of course. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A faster, better mode of transportation would eliminate airlines completely. How about realistic, though? <laughs> uh, if Elon Musk gets his Hyperloop set up, I feel like that's the beginning. But not for transcontinental or intercontinental. Okay. I mean, it's fine for San Jose to SoCal, but what about the rest of America? Yeah. And do you really want all those tubes going around all across the country? I guess we have freeways yeah. cutting through the country. So I don't see why not. I mean, it's a newer infrastructure that the government doesn't have to pay for, so it's probably going to be better anyway. You don't think the government has to pay for that eventually? To the upkeep of a Hyperloop mm-hmm. that's only available to Elon or what, however that company works? The, no. The government's going to want a piece. Yeah, but they're not going to want to upkeep it. They don't even want to upkeep our roads. They're not going <laughs> to upkeep a fucking yeah. underground tunnel. There's no way. Well, unless he says, listen, this is for military purposes. These Hyperloops are carrying <laughs> Warheads. <laughs> then then you're going to get all, all the money. <laughs> all the money. You just got to put guns in there. Just put a gun on it and the government will pay for it. Not only will the government pay for it. <laughs> they but, will pay you double. But people will insist in never not have that gun on it. That's the way to do it. We have figured out how to get funding on everything. You know what? <laughs> just put a gun on it. Yeah. It's like teachers need more school money. Just put guns in the classroom. Done. Yo, that's hilarious. It's like, hey, uh, my kids need more crayons. It's like, put a gun in it. (laughs) (laughs) This Glock comes free. Listen, it's a 24 pack of Crayola. It's not a box box of crayons, okay? It's a gun that comes with some coloring bullets. (laughs) You gotta fire it on your piece of paper. (laughs) That's hilarious, this gun culture that we have where. Oh my just, god! People did just you throw ever watch, money. Did guns. you watch Portlandia? Uh, with not all the episodes, but like the first season, it's like, hey, put a bird on it. Yeah, yeah, that's how America is. <laughs> put a gun on it, <laughs> unless you're brown <laughs> or black or black. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. No unless guns. you're a minority, then no guns for you. No, nah, I'm pretty sure Asian people can have guns. <laughs> I was thinking about that, just how like privileged being Asian is right now. It's pretty sweet, I gotta say. It's like the perfect amount of. Privilege and oppression. Mm. Like, because you don't want too much oppression. Mm-mm. Then life is way too hard. Yeah. It's like, I want to be able to loiter in a Starbucks. Yeah. Not that I do, but I want to be able to do it. You want to be able to arrested. use the bathroom. Yeah. And nobody look at you any which way. I want to be able to like, go on a Starbucks, wait for my friend to get there in two minutes without being arrested. Yeah. But you don't want to get too much privilege because. Then you can't get into college. No, it's not that. It's you want your accomplishments to matter. Okay. Because right now I feel like with white people, mm-hmm. whatever they accomplish, you can undercut by saying you only got that through white privilege. Mm. It's like, oh, I would have gotten to Harvard too if I had a 400-year head start built on the backs of black and brown people and They're- immigrants. Their answer to that is affirmative action. Yeah, correct. So black and brown people, every time they accomplish anything great, like, oh, I got into Harvard. 
white people will say, oh, is did you earn that? Did you get it on credit or did you get it on, yeah, uh, did you, what's the is other it, word? Is it merit or merit, yeah, quota? Yeah, merit or quota. That's right. Right. But whenever white people get into college, it's like, oh, yeah, of course you got in a college of your choice because... Your parents. Yeah, your parents, your legacy. Yeah, they donate money. Right. But anytime an Asian person gets into college, no one questions that because you can't question Asian work ethic. He's like, that <laughs> motherfucker earned that spot. If anything, all you motherfuckers through reverse affirmative action or also they'll also accuse black people and brown people of affirmative action. It's like, hey, you're taking my spot. Yeah. So Asian people in a nice, comfortable lane right now. That's why you don't see us in the streets marching for anybody, right or wrong. <laughs> just going to keep, like, keep your head down. Yeah, just keep everybody your keep head your head down. down. We'll be fine either way. Yeah, it's like people are throwing shade. Just keep your head down. It'll go right over us. Play both sides. Play both sides. We've got Republican values, but our monies are in the Democrats right now. No, fuck playing both sides. Just play our side. Right? That's how you got to live life. But yeah, it's a very comfortable spot that... I don't think people really appreciate because, like, with some of um, you want to be on the right side of history, right? But you want to be in the comfort zone of the present. Mm, good point. Yeah, good point. And you feel like Asians are in the most comfortable spot. Obviously, okay. And also, uh, we remember um, our guest uh, Sean McKenzie. Yeah, talked about how the Irish, the Irish came here. Mm-hmm. And they sold out uh, black and brown people yeah. so that they could be white. Mm-hmm. I always felt that in America, you had this... Uh, you have kinda, to choose an allegiance, right? Well, no, no, no. Like, you had this tier, right? You have the elites. Okay. You have the people who are suffering the most, and you have this, like, this right in the middle. Mm-hmm. So, when you had slavery, mm-hmm. you had the slave owners. Yeah. You had the slaves, and then you had the house slaves. Okay. So you, macro sense, you had the wasps, Mm -hmm. you had poor black workers, and then you had immigrant uh, from Europe workers. Okay. Who were competing with black people for jobs. Mm -hmm. And rather than seeing those two people unite, they divided them because it's like, hey, you be white and we'll give you a slightly better life than the blacks and the browns. And now that the uh, Irish and the Polish and the Germans are all integrated into this white identity yeah. and black and brown people are still suffering and then Asian people are interjected, it's like, oh, we can't have them all united with each other. So let's get Asians to be the new house slaves and turn against their own kind because then we can go, hey, you black and brown people, why don't you guys just work harder like those Asians there? And then the Asians are brainwashed by it. It's like, yeah, why don't they just work harder like we do? See, we're like better than them. But they're not better than the whites. (laughs) And you never will be. So you might as well support your brown and black brothers. But also, keep your head down. (laughs) Because you want to get that Starbucks. (laughs) David's TED Talk, everybody. No one wins when the family feuds. I'm just saying, white people don't have our best interests at heart. Yeah. And black and brown people are probably mad at us because we won't fully commit to them. Yeah, I mean, I see that in San Francisco now. There's a lot. Of, um, I know one black comic in particular. She's always like, oh, none of the Asians or Indians ever support. You guys are the worst. The like, worst? No. She said we were the worst. And I was like, all right. I was just like, okay, I'll see you on Sunday. Name names, Emron, after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but not the worst. Come on. That's being hyperbolic. 
We're terrible, <laughs> but not the worst. Yeah. But also kind of the worst. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't disagree with her. I don't fully agree with her, but I don't disagree with her. I'm like, eh, I can see your point. She has a point. She definitely it's has incomplete, a point. It's incomplete, but she has a point. <laughs> I, I can't dismiss a lot of the things people say. Uh, like at our last Bad Asian show, when um, we talked about the problem with Apu. Mm-hmm. And I asked if I could still watch The Simpsons and enjoy The Simpsons if I can compartmentalize. Same thing with Kanye. Okay. Yeah. It's like, can I enjoy art and separate it from its a problematic person? nature, understanding the history and everything? I feel like with a poo, I can't. Okay. Wait, is there a problem with a poo, really? Per- personally? Yeah. Do you think a poo has a negative effect on the Indian community? I think the reason that a lot of people feel that way is because he used to. For the longest time, he was our only representation, and that's why it was so problematic. Because everybody not true. You yeah. had other representations. You had that guy from Johnny Quest. From you mean <laughs> Haji, who fucking irritated me more than anyone. Actually, more than Apu, I was irritated with Haji. Yeah, because he him? was he was he was saved as a baby. Uh huh. And he went like the the Quests took him in as a baby, and they raised him as their own. Uh-huh. But for some fucking reason, he still had an Indian accent, and I did not. Understand. I was like, he went to the same school as Johnny. Why is he standing there? Like, oh hello, why are you doing this? And I'm like, fucking why? Why is he standing there? He was also voiced by Hank Azaria. <laughs> <laughs> you have uh, the guy from Johnny Five. Yeah, Johnny Five, who's a white guy pretending to be brown, who's Hank Azaria's. Uh, voice is based off of, by yeah, the way. So you had the guy who ate the monkey brains <laughs> in India. No, jokes. Amrish Puri is really Indian, though. Okay. He's for real Indian. Yeah, but you had him as a representation. Yeah, that's not a good representation. <laughs> Do you know how many times I got eat, asked? I was like, yo, is your mom making monkey brains? I was like, no. But at the time, Apu was probably like the best representation you guys had. He was a re- he was the only real representation that no, people saw I just, weekly. I just he listed, saw that they saw. I just no, listed. Those, okay, five. first off, the Johnny Five didn't exist to people like nobody the only two real references that we had were apu mm-hmm. and uh temple of doom Amrishpuri, the monkey brains guy that was it nobody else you had mowgli yeah okay david that that was maybe the third the kid who was raised by jungle animals who didn't do shit and just wore a loincloth all the time i, I see a theme where Indian people don't raise their kids. <laughs> Maybe you guys raise your goddamn kids. <laughs> no, but Apu was the only. So I, I, when I hear like Hari and all these other older Indian, not older, but like my aged Indian people. Woke Indians? No, just my aged Indian people are like, oh, fucking Apu. Because every time they had a special or there was like the episode focused on Apu, the next day in class, it was just like, it was like a Q&A session where you're like, no, that's not how it is. That's not how it is at all. But no, also, nobody does how that. It is. No, I don't have... Like what? I don't have four moms because like Apu was like said to have... like He had his wife, but then they were like, oh, he has multiple wives. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. There was one episode where... Uh, it's not the Valentine's episode, but he was trying to get married to like a second person or something like that. Or he has like a family back in India. And then he's married to the lady who he is in the United States. No, the, the episode is Apu it becomes an, the most eligible bachelor in Springfield. But then it's revealed that he's been arranged to be married to someone from India. And then so he has to give up his bachelorhood to get married. Okay. 
No, nah, man. All I'm trying to say is, like, anytime they had, there was a lot of things that they would just do, put in for jokes that you'd have to explain the next day and be like, that's not how it really is. And I can't think of anything anymore because it's been like 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I stopped watching The Simpsons very early on. Uh huh. Because of a poo? <clears throat> yeah, actually, for the most part, I was just like, I don't fucking like this show. It's like every time I have to, they do a special, I have to answer a trillion questions. Fuck this. But that's silly because anytime any of this stuff happens, you still have to answer a million questions. Yeah, but that's not, it's not real. Like it wasn't based off of anything. But anything Indian related, you're gonna to have to answer questions to it, regardless. I understand. All I'm saying is Do this: you eat monkeys. All I'm Emron, saying is, like, you I was not. By the Quest family? I was not happy with Emron, the representation, so like I just did not watch the show. What was it like to be raised just by a bear and a panther? After a certain point, Emron, are you still like worried about Shira Khan? Because you never really I got rid of him. I tried watching it again. Uh, a couple years ago, and the jokes just were okay. Were you watching classic Simpsons or New Simpsons? No, New Simpsons. Nah, you can't watch New Simpsons. That's irresponsible. You have to watch classic golden era Simpsons where the jokes were the best. Okay. Wait, how'd we get on this? I don't remember. Anyways, I feel like you can still enjoy <laughs> The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what it was. And compartmentalize. Kanye and uh, The Simpsons. Can you enjoy art? And even though it's problematic. Even though you disagree with the artist? I don't disagree with a poo. Okay, no, but can you separate the art from the artist? Depends on the art. Depends on the artist. Okay, because I was going to ask you if you could have a Hitler painting in your house. Can I? Probably not. Too problematic. Like, I don't <laughs> want to have to explain it. It's like, why do you have a Hitler painting in your house? It's like, you know what? Because it's a fucking Hitler painting. How many Hitler paintings are out there? Good question. Do you remember how Hitler killed all the Jews because he couldn't get into art school? Yeah, so if somebody got him into art school, would he have not killed anybody? Right. Do you think if... That's always been my logic. It's like, why do people always want to get back in a time machine and kill Hitler as a baby? Just help him to get into art school and most of this would never have happened. Do you Maybe. think Kanye is going through the same thing because the fashion industry never accepted him? Mm. So now he's going to this fascist <laughs> wave. Are you trying to say he's 2K18 Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> he's the millennial Hitler? You don't know what Kanye's capable of, okay? Uh, he made graduation. You don't know uh, what kind of Holocaust he can... <laughs> <laughs> if, what if he wins president in 2024, huh? <laughs> All this time. Go out, buy Yeezys, or else Kanye will kill all the Jews. <laughs> no, I think he's been killing brown and Asian people with his clothing line. How? Uh, brown people? Yeah. What kind of brown people? Bangladeshis, where most of the Adidas stuff is made. Oh. So maybe it's by proxy. Wait, Yeezys are made in ba- by Bangladeshis? Yeah. Do you have any... What do you have here? What do you wear? Adidas? Adidas? I don't know if it's made by Bangladeshis. What, where does it say? Made in Bangladesh? Um, I have to go check. I don't want to. Okay. I don't think they're killed by it. Well, they, uh... I thought it was made in China. They, a lot of times they, these factories dump, like, the dyes into the local water, and then they drink it, and then they die, or they, their kids Isn't come out more mutated. more the Indian people's problem? Or no, Bangladeshi's it's, problem? It's... Or is it, like, the shareholders, like, dump it in the river? <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to pay responsibly for it. It's well, too expensive. From what I heard is like they go to both the like they'll go to like competing factories and mm-hmm. be like, Can you make this for 
for three dollars, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, "Oh no, it's going to cost us four dollars." They'd be like, "Well, then we're going to go to that other factory who said they can make it for three dollars." Mm-hmm. And then they tell the other factory that the other factory said they could make it for three dollars, and then they pit them against but each other. Wouldn't South Asians be hip to that game and be like, "I see what you're doing." They do, but the problem is, if they don't take the contract, then they make no money as opposed to little money. Mm-hmm. So they're fucked. Mm-hmm. And then the chemicals get dumped. I don't know by them, but <laughs> they somebody. take it to the other factory. Yeah, dump it they there. dump it there, but everybody drinks out of it. So their kids are. There's a documentary on uh, Netflix called uh, "The Something Cost." I can't remember right <laughs> the now. The cost of Yeezys. <laughs> <laughs> if Yeezy don't poison your water, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> so yeah, if you had any problems with this episode, tweet at Kanye. <laughs> 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 so uh, let's see problematic art yes i think you can inst- i can still enjoy an episode of the cosby show regardless of what a monster cosby is okay just in the same way i can still enjoy a michael jackson song in the same vein i can still enjoy a remix to ignition okay However, I cannot enjoy a Hitler painting. That's where I draw, <laughs> you the, draw line. the line. However, genocide, no, genocide. But like, here's the thing: I don't even know what a Hitler painting looks like. So if you just put up a painting of a landscape. And it's like, what do you think of this photo or this painting? I was like, it looks nice. And then he's like, Hitler painted it. I can't like say it did. It doesn't look nice. Yeah. Just because the artist is a monster, like empirically speaking or objectively speaking. From a technical st- standpoint, yo, the brush strokes are mad nice. What do you want me to say? The guy didn't have talent? <laughs> Not enough to get into art school, David. Yeah, it's like I like I like him painting and rather than him having free time to do Hitler things. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I can watch the Cosby show. I think like I, I could watch The Simpsons and be okay with it. I think I could watch What if Hank Azaria raped a bunch of women? Then no. Okay. But it's just like the... Because my thing is I'm not... I still am not can you sure... Enjoy, can you still enjoy Aziz Ansari? Like... I'm, did, I'm thinking I'm thinking about it. Does uh, your Indianness override your wokeness? No, I was getting tired of his show <laughs> by the second <laughs> season anyway, so now nah, I'm done. Were you tired of just hating? A little bit of both. Okay. No, I'm just <laughs> no, it was mostly like... I just... I didn't think it was well-written... The first season was just kind of like, I don't, I thought it could be a little better. Is that coming from a place of hating or no, is this being objective? I, no, because it's like Atlanta is written really well. Uh-huh. Um, but I just felt like, um, God, Aziz's show was just a little loose at times. Uh-huh. It just, and his, I think and it might have not have been the writing, but like at least Aziz's acting sometimes, it just kind of took me out of it. I just you, I thought it could be a little better because you hate Aziz. No, I I don't mind Aziz. Man. When Aziz fell, were you happy he, about that? No, man, he was our trailblazer. Like before him, it was. But you don't need him anymore. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you throw him to the lions. What if that opens up a spot though? You don't throw him to the lions. I mean, they they made headway within culture, and you got to respect that. How about you throw him to a Bengali tiger? <laughs> Would that be better, culturally speaking? <laughs> the True Cost. That was the name of the documentary, The True Cost. You can find it on Netflix. <laughs> so wait, if are you ready to for Aziz to come back? 
Because he's been in purgatory for a little bit. I think he'll, I don't think, I think he'll have an okay time coming back. I think he'll have a much easier time than Louis. But that being said, I think Louis' next special will be better than Aziz's. You think he's getting a special? Yeah, because Louis releases his own specials on his own websites. But who's going to host it? He has his own servers. He's bought all that stuff on the back end because he was the first one to release a special for five bucks. Right. And then Aziz did it the first year, and then Netflix was like, oh, we'll just do it for you. And he was like, okay, fine. Um, But Louis has everything set up in place. Are you going to buy it, though? Yo, if Kanye said, I support Aziz, he's a free thinker, could you support the album still? Sure. What if he had, like, another music video like um, Otis, (laughs) where Aziz is dancing in the background? (laughs) Throwing two fingers up. (laughs) (laughs) That might be problematic. You think? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you think any future stand-up with Aziz, he has to talk about the incident? I think the, yeah, the next special he does or whatever, he has to address it from his side. He can't just like not pretend like it didn't happen because that is the number one thing people are going to tune in for. Do you think you can still believe him when he says he supports women and he's a feminist? I he, think, at this point, he has to like double down, doesn't he? I, I think so. I think he. I think he can. Uh, just for the simple fact that he didn't fight it, right? Can you change if you did what he did? I don't know. I don't feel like that's something that I can answer. I feel like that's something. How about a, this? I'm like, you go do what Aziz did <laughs> and to then a figure woman it out. and then figure it out from there. Yeah, no thanks. Of your free own fruition, not because I told you to. <laughs> you like, I did this for Enron. <laughs> I did this for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Fuck that. You did this for yourself. <laughs> I stick fingers down women's throat for me. <laughs> Enron G. <laughs> so Enron, where can people find you harassing women? <laughs> <laughs> At David Nguyen. That's about right. (laughs) (laughs) You can find Emron at Emron. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Peace.